Hello and welcome everybody to episode 11 of the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noah. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering topical news and deep dives into your favorite and unknown comic books, movies, games, and more weekly. We appreciate you tuning in and hope you enjoy the show. This is we are what we are covering tonight. Uh, movies. <laughs> movies. Movies. That's like all three of them. Cool. But before we do, uh, check out our link on Coffee Brand Coffee uh, at checkout. Type in KOE Podcast. That is KOE Podcast. And you will get a 5% discount back. Helps the channel and we appreciate it. We do. Thank you. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So <clears throat> I'm a man that watches a lot of movies and TV in this world. And I mean a lot. And I figured uh, maybe my niche would be. Uh, taking certain movies that I watched throughout the week and talking about a specific scene or moment or something that I noticed. And uh, that's what I'm planning on doing. So, my nose is stuffy. Don't, don't, don't mind my heavy breathing. So I figure we'll start today with uh, the, the old uh, 1999. Well, damn, old. The old 1999. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're old. You're aging yourself here? Yeah. Okay, we're watching Blue Streak. Uh, 1999 film. Uh, so it came out September 17, 1999. It starred uh, Martin Lawrence as Miles Logan slash Detective Malone. Luke Wilson as Detective Carlson. And uh, Dave Chappelle as Tully. I forgot he was in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, something I found out was it was inspired by a 1965 British comedy, The Big Job. <laughs> so I guess it, it is true. The stories are just recycled throughout history. <laughs> Uh, it had even had a 2002 uh, Hindi remake, Shore Machiai Shore. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyone that's Indian, I've messed that up completely. From Bollywood? Yeah. Oh, God. Have you seen those movies? Uh, they do what they enjoy. <laughs> you see, they, they make some very, very cringe. Like, I've seen some trailers. I, I, yeah. I love you people in India, but... God, some of those movies from Bollywood. <laughs> oh, God. The graphics are so bad. They're trying their best. I hate to see a Mexican film I production. Mean, I, some of them I would put on the same level as the Dragon Ball Z make that was done here in the United States. That Dragon Ball movie? Yeah. That horrendous <laughs> piece of uh, inner that should be burned? God. <laughs> All right, so what's the plot of Blue Streak, you ask? So uh, it, it's basically Miles Logan is a jewel thief. At the beginning of the movie, he, he him and his crew steal this diamond. Uh, but the heist goes bad. And before Miles is arrested, he hides the diamond in an air duct. So he can come back and get it later. And, of course, the police arrest him. And they let him out after two years. I guess they couldn't have any, they couldn't really pin him on anything. Or it was circumstantial evidence. Like, he just had all the heist gear, but he didn't have any gear or any, you know, or item that he stole. So they let him out after two years. He's like, all right. Before they, while, while they were walking him out to the, the police car, he was checking the, the number of the the building. Because it was, it was under construction at the time. So he hid it in there. And he's looking at the street. Like, this is the street. So I'll just come back here in two years to pick up that diamond. And he does. He comes back after two years. And lo and be fucking hell, it's a police station now. He's like, fuck. So it's a police station. So now the diamonds in probably the worst spot it could possibly like short of a prison, it's in the worst place it could possibly be. And so he's like, well, I got an idea. He has this uh guy, Uncle Lou. 
I think. I didn't put his name down, so if, I'm, if this is wrong, I'm sorry. He's a forger. So he hasn't forged some papers saying that he's a transfer police officer by the name of Detective Malone. And uh, he was going to be transferred to that, that specific police station. Now the papers are completely cosmetic. If someone does one background check, it's, it's a wrap. But he just needs to get in there for a couple hours, find the diamond, get the hell out. Uh, and that's pretty much the basis of that's the whole movie for him trying to get that diamond while pretending to be a police officer. So what I wanted to talk about was the heist at the beginning. Okay, so the heist consisted of four members. That's it. Four people. It had Miles and his longtime friend Eddie. They're, they they did all the heavy lifting. They to get to the building or to get to the diamond, they had to rappel down a elevator shaft. They had to avoid a security guard and sneak into the building or into the office. They 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 broke through the safe and they lifted the diamond. They did all the work pretty much. He did jack shit, didn't he? Oh, Miles? Hmm. No, he had a really good scene where he's like drilling the, the hole into the uh, the safe. And he's like, you putting a camera in to look at the wires and see which wires to cut. So the safe will, it's like one of those electric like lock safes. It was really cool to watch. I love like that tech type stuff. It's really awesome. Uh, and they, the third member is Tully, uh, Eddie Murphy. Not Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry. Dave Chappelle. I don't know why I said Eddie Murphy. Probably because I remember them from the movie Life. Him and Martin Lawrence. My bad. Uh, so Dave Chappelle's the driver. He's the getaway driver. He's just sitting in his car, smoking cigarettes the whole night, just driving. Uh, and the, the fourth member is a new member by the name of Deacon. And he's supposed to deal with the cameras and the alarms. And that's where the problem happens. Deacon, they didn't vet him. So when they lift the diamond, Deacon's like, I'm going to take the whole diamond for me. Thank you. And he, uh, he ends up killing Eddie, Miles' best friend, right. and just ruining the whole heist. So how much was the diamond? It was $17 million split four ways. That would be, let me see, I wrote it down here. If my math is off, I'm real sorry. I'm terrible at math. <laughs> So, $17 million split four ways is $4,250,000 a piece. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. And this is 1999. If we, if we do the math for, the, for now, $1,000,000 in 1999 is $1,795,738.30 today. Times 17, that is $30,527,551 and a penny. <laughs> I think it's a penny because it's weird. If you split that four ways, that's seven million six hundred thirty-one thousand eight hundred eighty-seven dollars point seven seven five. I don't know what the fuck that means. So they split a penny four ways, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm real bad at math. <laughs> so so think about that. Deacon ruined the entire heist because he he was like, I'm too greedy. You know what he said? He's like, seventy million four ways. I'm too greedy for that. You tell me seven million four ways. You're too great for uh, your or seventeen million four ways. You can. He would have made fucking seven point six million dollars if he had just stuck to the plan. And you know what he got instead of seven uh, seven figures? Spoilers, dead. <laughs> so I guess the moral of the story is don't be greedy. I don't know when I was. It's a good movie though, so. Check it out. It's awesome. I just, I, so that, that heist kind of just messed with my mind. Mm-hmm. I guess if I'm like, offering me $7 million, I'm like, well, I'm on. Don't, no problem. I, I, would, I wouldn't betray nobody. <laughs> Fucking deacon, man. 
Uh, by the way, they had two recurring lines that whole movie that they would kind of. It was like, believe that, believe that, like fucking. It was Naruto. Believe it. No, but they wouldn't say believe. It'd be like believe B- that. B e l e. So believe that. <laughs> they would say that a lot to each other, and then it would be like, oh, it's like that, huh? It's like, oh, it's it's like that. Don't, don't you love 1999? 1999. Slang? The slang that, was, and then of course it's behind by so many years because they finally caught up in Hollywood. So, yeah, it's like saying no cap now. It's gonna take a while oh, before it actually God. gets into the vernacular. Oh, you mean? Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. It's gonna take a year or two for that to actually make it to the movies, and by that point, it's gonna be already outdated and cringy. Right when they take slang that's current and then just fuck it up in the it, yeah. That, that's why you don't use current slang because it's not gonna be a good thing. It won't be current in two years. <laughs> it won't be current in three hours. <laughs> It's going to be a horrible thing whenever it comes back where it's like, yeah, uh, no cap. It's going to be the most. No cap. And he fucking shoots him in the head. (laughs) It's going to be very, very stupid. So what would your rating be for it? My rating? I really hate giving movies ratings. It's always about a mood. Mm -hmm. I could give give Mafia or like, you know, the original Godfather, like the four hour movie. I give it a one or a ten, depending on how I feel like a four hour movie. Or I'd be like, oh, a four-hour movie. <laughs> so I just say it's a good popcorn movie. Don't expect too much from a movie. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just... Don't, and don't don't too many plot holes. Don't be picking plot holes. Just <laughs> let your mind enjoy it. Well, I... Uh, so one out of ten. You got a one out of ten? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were telling me how much you would rate it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you'd say it'd be an average movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was really bored that night. Like, I just watched Blue Streak. I wasn't yeah. expecting it to, but I was like, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, it looks like uh, IMDb. It's a 6.3. That's not bad. So that's it's above average. Bad. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the audience gives it a 6.4, basically. Average again, yeah. Or 64%. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the critics, on the other hand, hated it. So. Yeah, they give it a 2%, probably. Uh, they don't yeah, like 36%. They don't like nothing. Uh, usually, see, the, at this point... Whatever the critics hate, it's probably, probably going to be good. Movie, yeah, and then whichever one they, they love is going to be good. It's going to suck. Fucking look like dog shit. Yeah. Like uh, Dave Chappelle, the uh, six and so, uh, sticks and stones, got panned by critics, but it was a really good special. So sticks is that the Netflix one? Mm-hmm. I think I watched it. He came back in real good form. All yeah. those Netflix specials. Yeah, but they all got uh, they all got horrible ratings from critics. Wow. But the audience. That's why I always say, like, form your own opinion. Yeah. Don't go by what the critics say. That's why, uh, and even whenever it comes to, like, Rotten Tomatoes and uh, IMDb now, I don't necessarily look at the ratings as a good or bad. What is is IMDb? How do you say it first? IMDb. IMDb. What does it stand for? I, <laughs> I IMDB. I don't know what the actual like. I know like you know like that Fandango, all that stuff, but I don't know what IMBD stands for. Off the top of my head, I do not know. The place says for IMB Dickin. <laughs> IMB Dickin. <laughs> I don't know. The stupidest shit I can think of. Uh, it's the uh, the Internet Movie Database. Oh. That'll be the international movie, whatever. Okay. No, it's just internet. <laughs> All right. So I guess that was okay for my first one. I'm still trying to form how to talk about them. We'll probably three three movies a week or a show or an episode of a show. Just whatever it comes to me, whatever I enjoyed as I watched it. If I find any enjoyment or something weird. <laughs> you ever seen Live by Night with Ben Affleck? Oh boy. Wait for that one to, uh, next week. <laughs> 
Uh, so the next movie I saw was Rocky 1976, the original Rocky movie. Uh-huh. Has Sylvester Stallone as Robert Rocky Balboa. I didn't know his name was Robert. I didn't know that. I just got his name called. Your name is Rocky. Rocky. Uh, Talia Shire as Adriana Adrian. That's, it. That's all. I, uh, that's the only thing I know. Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read too good. Uh, Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. I'm pretty much giving you the names of the people that are at least I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Or that are interesting, like uh, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. in uh, Blue Streak or Luke Wilson. You know Owen Wilson's brother. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, the premise is it's the famous story. You know, everyone knows. Rocky Balboa is down on his log club boxer gets a shot against the undisputed world heavyweight champion of the world Apollo Creed and that's pretty much the movie like he's it's a real slow burn by the way like it takes forever for it to get going like 1976 you're just following Apollo, Rocky throughout his his life and how bad his life is and like he's wearing like these high heel boots like, that I noticed, I'm like, <laughs> like I swear, look, I'm serious. Like he's got these weird boots on that have a real high back heel, and I'm like, they're not cowboy boots, they're not heels, but I don't know what the fuck they are. 1976 fashion, I don't know. <laughs> I could not get away from that. Like what the fuck, watching him running these two. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna cover the fight plus a couple of things I noticed. Uh, so one of the first things I noticed. Uh, so uh, Rocky comes into uh, the gym where he works out and trains. He goes to the locker room to grab his gear, and there's a pillar, and on the pillar is a fire extinguisher, and above that is a sign, and the sign just says no kissing. So I guess there was rampant kissing in the locker room between the guys, and they finally had to put a sign to, to put a stop to it. <laughs> and this is the 1970s. So. I don't know, I'm pretty sure it's just a, as a joke, but it, I thought it was fucking hilarious. I've never seen every time I've seen Rocky, I've never seen that. <laughs> it, the best time to look at it is 16 minutes 52 seconds in the movie. I just pause it, and she like, just says no kissing right behind Rocky. A standard cut or director's cut? I guess standard cut. Whatever was on HBO Max. Yeah. Uh. So, okay, so Rocky has a huge crush on his friend, Polly's sister, Adrian. Now, you know the famous love story, Adrian. What you don't know is the weird shit that happened in, at his apartment. So let me start with the... Uh, so it's Thanksgiving Day. It's Thanksgiving night. Rocky's over at Polly's house for Thanksgiving. And Polly basically forces his sister to go on a date with Rocky. And she's like, uh, but I got a turkey cooking in the oven. He's like, oh, you got a turkey in the oven? Fucking grabs the turkey out of the oven and throws it out the door. So you going on a date? I don't give a damn. Polly's the fucking worst person in this movie. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, she because her his sister is painfully shy. So he's trying to set her up with somebody. But yeah. I mean, your friend of all people? Yeah. I wouldn't trust my friends with anybody in my fucking family. <laughs> Bunch of heathens, all of you. Uh, so they go on a date, and Rocky takes her to an ice rink. But it's Thanksgiving night; it's closed. But he bribes a guy like eight bucks for ten minutes on the ice, and so they they skate for a little bit, and they have this little really cool exchange where Rocky tells her, "Like, oh, you know, my dad told me." Uh, you weren't m- born with much of a brain, so you better start work- using your body. And she laughs, and she says, that, that's weird. My mom told me the opposite. You don't have much of a body, so you better start working your brain. <laughs> I'm like, damn, so they're perfect for each other. <laughs> and my eyes itchy. Hold on, everybody. I'm... Okay. So, they're done skating the 10 minutes. The guy was like, you got three minutes. He's ruining the whole fucking mood. And they go back to... Uh, 
Rocky's apartment. He's like, you want to come up to my apartment? Come on. Yeah, he could, come on. She get get my apartment, basically. <laughs> and they're in they're they're in his apartment, right? He's he's taking his fucking jacket off. He's got a tank top on, ready to beat a wife, I guess. And uh, she's standing at the door. She's real nervous because she's never been in a stranger's strange man's apartment or any like man unsupervised at their place so she kind of wants to leave because she's getting really uncomfortable and so she goes for the door and rocky's like wait oh my god and he closes the door right and then he puts his arm he pins it up against the other the wall next to the door so now she's in the corner and he's blocking both ways and i'm like what movie am i watching right now Yeah, at the 52-minute mark, here's where Rocky... My eyes still hurting, but here's where Rocky said at the 52-minute mark. He's like, I want to kiss you. You don't got to kiss me back if you don't want to, though. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? You don't got to kiss me back at all, actually. Just just sit there like a dead fish. <laughs> and so he does kiss her. But because it's supposed to be a love story, she, she kisses his back, and it gets all hot and heavy, and their boyfriend and girlfriend. What the fuck? Now, you know for a... Fact that would not fly in today's. That wouldn't fly in any type of society. Imagine tell your kids like, "Hey, Dad, tell us your first date with Mom." Oh yeah, so we went ice skating, right? And we went back to my place, and she wanted to leave my house, and I wouldn't let her. And then we got married. <laughs> the end. Jesus fucking Christ! That is such a politically incorrect scene, though. The the end. <laughs> she, I married her by force, and she can't leave me ever. <laughs> How it's such a fucked up. I don't know. It just looks so weird. And now that you know, it's a famous Adrian story. You know, it sure didn't look like a famous Adrian Nobody story. Nobody remembers that part. No, of the I movie. Yeah, I didn't remember that part either. They must have cut that shit out. <laughs> they, uh, to be honest, to be fair, they may have. Oh man, my eye is killing me for some reason. Okay, it's always something when I record. I swear to God. Uh, so now we get to the fight. What's weird is I didn't know it, it was during. It's 1976. 1975, I guess, when they... Well, no. Well, here, let me go on. It's the Bicentennial. Mm -hmm. It is the 200th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Mm -hmm. Which be 1776. Right. You know the next one's in 2026? The uh, semi-quincentennial? Mm -hmm. So, you know, mark your calendars. <laughs> Uh, they said they did it between April 1st, 1975 and July 4th, 1976 was a celebration of the Bicentennial. So it was pretty much that whole year. Mm -hmm. So now the fucking American flag trunks that Apollo Creed wore made so much sense in the movie. So Apollo Creed's record is 70, 56 and 0. <laughs> Rocky's record is 44 wins, 20 losses. Uh... Let me give credit to Greg Rosenstein, who wrote the article of the boxing stats to the, to the first four Rocky movies. Mm -hmm. yeah, he posted on the athletic website on April 3rd, 2020. So thank you, Greg. Uh, so Rocky comes out first. It's just a normal uh, ring walkout. It's like, oh, how's everybody doing? I'm real fucking nervous. About to take on the champion. Like, imagine if I had to wake up tomorrow to fucking Mike Tyson <laughs> in his prime. I'd be like, shit. <laughs> Here we go, then. Uh, Mike Tyson now. No, that would still beat my ass. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, it is really talking about in his it prime. Is, it is now. It is wheelchair. You beat the hell out of me. <laughs> I hit, 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 hit you. <laughs> Just fucking knock my damn teeth out. 
the lift. So Apollo's ring walkout is fucking wild. He first comes out on a boat, right? Being carried by some guys. And he's dressed up as George Washington like he's crossing the Delaware. He's like, how's everybody? Like, he's like, he's legit George Washington on a boat. Yeah. And he gets into the ring. And... He's like, and he, he changes the outfits into Uncle Sam. Like, I want you. I want you. I want all of you. So then he looks over to uh, Rocky. He's like, Rocky, I want you. I want you. And the Rocky's like, is he talking to me? And uh, Mickey. No, you you got to say it like him. Is he talking to me? <laughs> he was actually pretty normal in this one. Is he talking to me? And I was like, is he talking to... I thought it was a taxi driver reference from the movie Taxi Driver with Robert yeah. De Niro. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? And I was like, but then... And I looked into it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, both movies came out in 1976. Taxi Driver on February 9th. Rocky on December 3rd in uh, New York... Or December 3rd worldwide. And November 21st in New York. Here's the interesting part. I thought it was maybe a coincidence. Like they just happened to have the same sort of lines, but right. um, but they started Rocky's principal photography in on January 9th, nineteen seventy six, a month before Taxi Driver came out. So he probably saw the movie and just added that line as an homage or, or a little Easter egg. Yeah, it was, I've never noticed that before. That is, but he's like, is he talking to me? And like, it's, it's a pretty much, it's like it has to be a reference from it's yeah. the same time. He could have seen the trailer with the line. And he just like added just to, for a little fun. Yeah. So I find that pretty cool. It's a good Easter egg. Yeah, never noticed it before. But now, now I've seen a billion fucking movies. <laughs> you know, it's only like five hundred thousand or something. Yeah. Movies in the world? I didn't realize. Yeah, movies just barely like, a, they're barely like, what, a, a century old? Yeah. It's fucking wild. <laughs> and you don't have pianos playing in the background like you would with the old timey ones. God. All right. So, uh, round one <laughs> Creed, Outlander, Rocky, 25 punches to three in that round. He fucking tore his face up with the left jab. Just pep, pep, pep. Like Rocky's just taking it to the face. He's not even covering up. Just taking punches to his fucking right eye. And uh, it's pretty much a cakewalk for Apollo. Right. It's the world champion. But then he over misses or he overcommits to a right hook and misses. And Rocky lands a left hook and knocks him down. The first time in his career Apollo Creed has ever been knocked to the floor. So he gets up, kind of confused and angry. So he's like, all right. Like he fucking cracks his knuckles and he beats the shit out of Rocky <laughs> toward the end of the round. He beats the hell out of him, hits him and almost knocks him down, but the bell saves Rocky. And uh, they get back to the corner. And Rocky's corner is like, uh, you got to go for the rims. You know, you know, Mickey, his trainer, you got to go for the rims, Rocky. I, I try to stop smoking. <laughs> and the uh, crazy corner is like, you need to finish this guy now because he this ain't no. He thinks this is a real match. This is a game. They thought it was just an exhibition match, right? But then he's like in there to win. Here's the funny thing. So Rocky has 64 fights and never had his nose broken, which is he's very proud of it. And it's kind of rare for a boxer to not have their fucking nose smashed in. And uh, he gets back to the corner and Rick is like, yeah, your nose is broken. Fucking first round with Apollo Creed, the world champion, broke his fucking nose. I was like, how's it look? Hey, it's an improvement. Makes always such an asshole. Uh, so round two is not a lopsided because Rocky's a little braver. So they trade shots. Apollo to, you know, landing uh, pretty much headshots and Rocky landing body shots. 
And uh, after that, it's round three to 14. This foot's a fucking 15th round fight. Good God. Jesus Christ. Is <laughs> is a montage. They just go into like, uh, they beat the weakness out of each other, I gotta say. Like they, like, like they refined each other in a battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like they, whatever doubts and feelings they had, like they, they were just there to fight for the, the whole fight. Uh, and neither could let the other one win. Yeah. So they were going to kill each other. <laughs> it's in fucking Creed's corners, putting smelling salts in Creed's nose to keep him conscious. And uh, have you ever have you ever actually smelled those? No, but I farted hard one time. That was close. <laughs> like, ah, like, ah. Like, well, I'm awake. I once uh, I was really tired from driving. Right, I had not get a lot. I, not, I didn't get a lot of sleep one time driving to work, and like, I kind of like I was dozing off. Right, and I kind of leaned into the other lane, and uh, like I like I, I woke up like like, like an adrenaline shot. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> like, okay, where am I? I was like I woke. I never fall asleep again on the, while I'm driving. <laughs> don't don't ever do that. By the way, don't drive while you're drowsy. No, it's not a good thing. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I didn't glad I didn't hit anybody. But it, that's what really woke you up is the sound of the screeching metal well I didn't hit the car or anything but it, I, when I, like, I realized I was in the other lane I woke up instantly <laughs> and I didn't fall asleep for the rest of the ride so I guess it was good luck <laughs> uh, so yeah Rocky's uh, he's, he's got his fucking right eye closed from all the jabs mm-hmm. and he can't see it so he's telling Mickey like you gotta cut my eye open and Mick's like hey fuck all that but they cut his eye open. They they like like they to get the blood or the swelling down. They cut it open. They like, cut me, Mick. You gotta cut me. I don't know. You gotta cut his fucking eyeball. Jesus yeah, Christ! I shit, I wouldn't trust the. I wouldn't trust Mickey to do it. <laughs> it wasn't Mickey. It was like with us. Uh, oh, the other people. His other trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so they're fighting like round fourteen, I think, and uh, Creed finally knocks Rocky down. And Rocky's like uh, struggling to get in. Creed like backs up, and Rocky barely gets up, but he gets up right. And he's like, he's looking at Creed like, "Come on!" And Creed's like, "Fuck!" Like I, the anguish on Creed's face when he just realized that he hit him as hard as he possibly could, and he still got him back up. I cannot even <laughs> imagine. I'd be like, "Nah, give me a fucking hammer." There's no fucking way. Uh, so both corners want to stop the fight. And Creed's like, "Don't you throw in that towel?" And Rocky's like, "I'll kill you, Mick, if you if you stop the fight." So there, and there they go at around fifteen, and uh, it was really weird because they're just the round starts and they're just circling each other because like they have done everything that they physically can to each other to hurt each other within the lim- the rules of boxing. They have socked each other as hard as they possibly could. Their fucking hands. Are probably feel like numb stumps, you know. <laughs> like, like, what more could these two do? Two men do to each other, other than bite their ears off, like Mike Tyson. I don't know. <laughs> and so uh, they're they're just circling each other because they don't know what to do anymore. And Apollo's like, "Well, fuck it." He just starts fucking swinging, starts hitting Rocky, and then Rocky finally moves out of the way or gets a little space and starts landing body shots. Body shots is fucking putting Creed on his tiptoes the whole fucking fight. He fucks up his ribs, and uh, the bell rings right as Rocky's just fucking. He, I think he landed. What did he say? Like thirteen or fifteen body shots toward the end. It's a lot of body shots in the stomach. <laughs> 
the bell rings and uh, they hug each other, right? The Creed's like, there ain't gonna be no rematch. Ain't gonna be no rematch. And Rock is like, oh, no, no, no. Like, they're both fucking dead on their feet. <laughs> and the fight ends. And wouldn't you know it, uh, Creed won by split decision. So he goes 47 and 0, and Rock is like 44 and 21. Yeah. I was actually surprised. I thought it ended in a draw. Yeah. And it goes to figure that you don't remember really well what happened in movies until you rewatch them when you're older. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's that's Rocky 1976. So say it's a it's a movie about you know you might lose but you at least tried. What I yeah I wrote that down. Let's see. It's a very very slow burn movie, but you need to watch the whole thing to understand the weight of the fight itself and how even in losing Rocky won. Right. Yeah, uh, you don't have to necessarily outright win to actually improve. That's true. And also, <laughs> don't don't have your date pinned to a next to a wall and not let her leave either. <laughs> that's the biggest thing to take from the movie. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. If someone wants to leave, you you let them go. <laughs> just just let them leave. <laughs> For the love of God. I would honestly. I, it was really boring the whole way through. I was like, oh, "This is getting annoying." There, there was nothing happening. We were just falling rock. But was it was it from fault of cinematography, like of the time, or is it just the? No, story it's just itself? a slow movie. Just like, slow, it's called, slow. Right, until the boxing party. It, there's not much to really watch. Right. Just you're just following a man live his life. Like if, if they just took the boxing out, you'd just be watching. Well, Rocky. then again, people watch the uh, the Real Housewives and stuff now. So yeah, well, if you like that, you'll like Rocky. <laughs> What's your rating for it? Uh, or or would you recommend it? Uh, if you don't mind uh, sexual harassment, <laughs> you go right ahead. <laughs> that was a real rough scene to watch. I'm going to kiss you. You don't got to kiss me if you don't want to. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, Rocky. Really? <laughs> I, I like it when they play dead. So a rating? Uh, probably an average. Average? Yeah. Uh, IMDb uh, 8.1 yeah I would imagine like it's a 9 out of 9 mm-hmm. but but to be fair Rotten Tomatoes uh, the audience score is a 69 go figure that makes sense <laughs> uh, the uh, critics give it a 91 though. they probably jack off to it yeah probably, I, the, probably that scene too you nasty fucks yeah there are some, <laughs> some people out there you never know people are freaks <laughs> Worse than me. I'm a refined pervert, but I'm not like going to be watching sexual assault. It's like, oh, I can't watch it. Hell no. <laughs> All right, so what do you got left on the dock? We got. <laughs> There's also another terrible scene in this movie. Now that I realize it, <laughs> they, came, they came in too. Is today, uh, Chichen Chong's Nice Dreams, 1981 film. We got directed by Tommy Chung himself. Yeah, I remember that. Written by Tommy Chong and Cheech Martin. Mm-hmm. I think his name is Richard. His like nickname is Cheech. Yeah, his uh, yeah, I think his real name is. Isn't his real name Cheech? Though? I think it's. I don't know actually. <laughs> I didn't look into it. I'm pretty sure his real name is Cheech. But uh, it uh, stars Cheech Marin as Cheech and Tommy Chong as Chong. Mm-hmm. They sure didn't go too far on the names. No. And the woman by the name of Evelyn Guerrero as Donna. She'll be prevalent in this story. It also has Pee Wee Herman in it. Really? Yeah, it goes by the name of uh, Howie Hamburger, dude. Snorting, snorting cocaine. Huh. Whenever he can. Weird. So we start... Uh, Cheech and Chong are eating at a Chinese restaurant. And it, by the way, there's no plot to this movie that really that I could talk about. Like, there's 
It's just a random selection of situations that they come from one to the other. Uh, compared to like Up in Smoke, where there's actually a through line through the whole movie? I think so. I haven't seen that in a while. So they, that, that one where he snorts cocaine, but it's actually soap. Ajax. Yeah. Is that the one? <laughs> God. Okay, so uh, they're at the restaurant eating, and uh, Donna comes in, and she notices Cheech. She's like, oh, she's she's real high, and she's real loud. <laughs> and at first, Cheech is like, I don't know you. I, you got the wrong person. And she's like, well, you remember my panties? And he's like, Donna? Because <laughs> apparently, it's his old high school fling. Yeah. And I guess he took it at her panties. I don't know. <laughs> Cheech is a freak. <laughs> and... Uh, Pee Wee Herman's her date or her drug buddy, whatever he is, he is high as fuck <laughs> on cocaine. And I think she's high on a quaalude or something. I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, the thing about the. So, yeah, that's the setup. They, they reconnect at a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. And this blonde woman comes up and she offers to take their photo as like a memento. Like, would you like a photo of the table? Yeah, we got wallet sizes and we got a bigger wallet sizes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> something like I swear, something, she said something like that, and uh, I kid you not, that she looked just like Bernadette from The Big Bang Theory, without the glasses. You remember Bernadette? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little blonde girl, mm-hmm. blonde, blonde chick yeah. with the glasses, the blonde head, the really and high the big rack. Yeah. The big, well, I was getting to that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm like. That is so fucking weird. So I looked into it because I'm got that whole detective brain sometimes that I gotta investigate. And I was in, I was intrigued. Okay, so so Bernadette, her real name is Melissa Ivy Rouch, and coincidentally she was born in 1980, well, the year before the movie yeah. came out. Probably the same year they were filming the movie to begin with. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I was like, of course it can't be hers. Unless she's a fucking vampire. But I was thinking, like, maybe it's her mom. Yeah. Like, maybe her mom had a small role. Sometimes, you know, moms and daughters, they come out looking like clones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, so I looked into that. And uh, I was like, uh, okay, let me check this out. I look at the credits, and it's under Chinatown Photographer. And her name is Sally Julian. But, you know, it's not Rouch. But that could be her father's name. And Julian could be her mom's maiden name. Right. So I'm like, okay. Let me look at her mom's name. So I go to Wikipedia under her Melissa Rogers Wikipedia, but her mom's name is Susan. So it just, it's just, trust me, go check it out. 43 minutes, 23 seconds in, pause it, and then take a fucking side by side. And she looks just like Bernadette without the glasses. Jeez, hmm. it, it fucking blew my mind. It's just an odd coincidence. Her name is, yeah, Sally Julian. She is in a couple of stuff too. I looked at her. I I I B M I M I M D B I M D B. She's got a few uh, stuff here and there. Yeah. So that was interesting. Huh. Okay. So, uh, Cheech and uh, Donna, they leave the China the restaurant, and they start hooking up in a, a truck, right? And uh, oh boy, here we go. Uh, she passes out, right? Because she's all high. He's like, oh. Teacher's like, you don't want to be awake for this? Come on, baby. And he's just looking at her like, I can't let go of this opportunity. <laughs> and then he looks up at the camera, right? Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I wasn't going to do it. Like, oh, come on. How many guys, raise your hands, would do it? He's talking about banging someone while they're unconscious. Yeah. Like, I was say banging, raping someone pretty much. <laughs> and then he starts counting, right? 
one, two, three. And he, he gets to like this, like this look on his face, like, oh shit, it's a lot of you actually. <laughs> he's like, all right, all right. How many of you guys wouldn't do it? And he's like, oh, forget you guys. And he fucking dives right in. And I'm like, oh god, Cheech, really? <laughs> they were real cavalier about sexual assault back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these cops notice that the fucking truck shaking, rocking back and forth, so they go to investigate. They look like the guys from uh, Chips. Like, they're dressed up. Like, there's one blonde, one with the brown hair. Yeah, that, that's the vibe I get every time I saw them. But before... And they pull their guns out, too. Like, I'm like, okay. Don't you, about to start blasting before they even get to the fucking truck and see what's going on. But before they can reach the truck, Cheech pulls up in this ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. So... Throughout the whole movie, they had this, uh, him and, Ch- uh, no, Chong pulls up in an ice cream truck. Right. And uh, it's, uh, they, they were selling drugs out of that, pretty much. And it's got, a, like, this little clown head on the top that's, like, on, a, like, a ball, like, a str- uh, like a spring that moves yeah, back and forth. Yeah. They fucking turn around and blast the hell out of it. <laughs> uh, what's funny is on the truck that Cheech is in, the, the license plate says lewd, like Quaalude. Yeah. And for the for the ice cream truck, it just says "loves guys." I was about that pretty funny. And <laughs> so Cheech pops up because he sees the commotion, right? And Donna comes up too, and she's like, "Why did you stop?" So I, I guess they tried to play it off like she woke up before or during. I don't. It's it, it's, it's bad all the way around. <laughs> and uh, so the, the cops, instead of doing paperwork, right? They just let him go. So that whole situation blows over, and they go back to Donna's place. She has this real cool. Okay, so it looks like it's a. She that's her place, right? But it looks like it's a fucking hotel, like a high rise hotel. Just from the way, like it's. I guess they filmed it in a in the hotel, and they just said it's a penthouse, right? Because it's had this awesome ass outside elevator, glass elevator that you can just. You're pretty much standing outside as you go up to see the the whole town, the whole city. And she's like, she's excited because she's got Cheech and Chong and she's never been with two guys. And they're like, oh, well, we got you. But they're about to tag team this woman, I guess, is, is the premise. <laughs> and uh, a devil's three way. The fucking devil's three way. <laughs> so <laughs> do you guys want to see uh, Tommy Chong's? You ever thought about seeing Tommy Chong's dick ever? Well, you're in luck because at 55 minutes, 18 seconds, you can see Chong's dick fully out. I had to pause. I had to pause it at the exact right time because it, it cuts out real quick. But I, I, I pick up stuff quick because I noticed, right? I was like, ah, I just saw his dick. Let me back up 15 times and check again. <laughs> and sure enough, there's his dick. So if you ever want to see Tommy Chong's dick, 55 minutes, 18 seconds. There you go. You're welcome. I'm, 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 I'm doing it for the community. I do all this stuff for you guys. Making excuses now. At this Making point, excuses. Aren't we? Making excuses all the time. <laughs> it's funny because Chong Cheech was naked too, but he was behind Donna because they had followed her to the bathroom, yeah, fully dressed, and she came out in like some like lingerie and heels, but they came out ass naked. But it, it's dark, so you can't really see them. And when she goes across the bedroom to turn on the night, the light, the lamp on the nightstand. At that second, you can see Chong naked, and Cheech is naked too, but you can't see him past Donna because she's blocking the camera. Yeah. He's behind her, so you can only see Chong ass naked. And I guess they cut it out. I guess they were going to cut out. I don't know what happened, but they cut it out. You can still see his dick. Uh, so Chong leaves to get ice. So it's just Cheech and, her and Donna making out on the bed. 
her phone rings she picks it up and she's like who is this and it's like an animal when did you get out of jail what you broke out <laughs> uh and you're downstairs <clears throat> so her husband animal has just broke out of jail he's downstairs he's coming up <laughs> and she doesn't want him up there like i got a mexican here he's gonna beat your ass and she's just like hell no he's not <laughs> and so Cheech is looking around He's like he's he's, he's like mouthing animal because he's confused as to who she's talking to, and she he sees a framed FBI wanted poster on the floor. She had it <laughs> framed for some reason. So his name is William Animal Bailey. His biggest character trait is he's known to hate Mexicans, which is exactly <laughs> what Cheech is. And you want to hear his list of crimes? Shit is long as fuck. So he's wanted for sex perversion. Child molesting, rape, sodomy, incest. He went the whole fucking Grand Slam. <laughs> Armed robbery, pandering and soliciting, crimes against nature, drunkenness in public, possession of drugs, vagrancy, assault with a deadly weapon, fraud, Grand Theft Auto, perjury, Grand Theft Motorcycle, indecent exposure, sale of drugs, violation of parole, slander, and then it says continued on other side. I'm like, oh my fucking god! How is he not in the worst fucking fucking Guantanamo Bay? He did break out though. I guess he did. So there's a scene right after you find out about Animal, where him with him coming down the hallway to her apartment. And there's a pizza guy with a bunch of pizzas just standing in the hallway. And he's like, I, I, I'm going to get me a pizza. And he fucking lifts up the box and he grabs the pizza. And whatever comes out of the fucking box is not a fucking pizza. It is like, it looks like a pizza has been put in a blender. It is just mush in his hand. I, I kept, I, I went back a couple of times, right? And yeah. paused in it. And I'm like, that is not a fucking pizza. Like, it's just like a fucking grounded, something. it's not even, it doesn't even look like food. And he fucking takes a bite and he's like, oh, this is disgusting. Spits it out and throws it away. Yeah. But I'm like, how did you grab that? Even if you crush a pizza, right? It's still yeah. has a pizza. I don't even see any bread or sauce. Or it's just a pile of mush that he grabbed. And I, to this day. You're trying to figure out what the hell it is? Yes. Because <laughs> it was not even remotely looked like a fucking pizza. Huh. So if you guys have a look at that too, it's like an hour and one minute in. Just fucking. <laughs> Like, I'm going to grab this pizza. But <laughs> what the fuck are you grabbing? It's, it blew my fucking mind. Hmm. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't like this. I'm like, of course you don't like it. What the fuck is it? <laughs> Play-Doh. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, it looked like, I don't know what the. <laughs> like, not even, like, whatever they picked, right? Like, yeah. if, if you get, like, a prop something for the movie, you yeah. at least get a fuck actual pizza. I don't know what the that's, fuck. And that's easy to find. It's not like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what they fuck they gave him in those boxes, but they fucked him with fucking pizza. Might as well get a, a thing of Legos or something and just put it in there and just grab the Legos. Pretty much. Just have him eat that. <laughs> so that is uh, Cheech and Chong. 1981. Nice dreams. What do I rate it? Nothing. Because <laughs> they didn't rate it either, apparently. <laughs> right? And what, what did they rate it? Zero. <laughs> I, Would I recommend it? Not really. Not it was really? real dull. It wasn't worth uh, the watch, really? No. <laughs> uh, looks like uh, IMDb doesn't give anything. But Yeah, uh, well, what the fuck? Rotten Tomatoes, a 68% audience score, 43% critic score. Oh, that's pretty close, actually, for once. So, you consider, would you consider it about average? Probably below average. I was real bored watching it. Really? Hmm. I watched it three times. I didn't want to see a sex assault three times in a row. Fuck. 
not something you just watch randomly now but it was on there they're on hbo max yeah well that's another thing if you guys have any movies or tv shows you want me to watch so i can talk about just recommend them i've got netflix hulu peacock and paramount plus show plus showtime it's got like a double you got paramount plus and showtime i've got you got disney plus Disney Plus. So whatever you guys want me to watch, no horror. I hate horror. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch the Saw movies. I don't want to watch the Hills Have Eyes or those horrendous VHS movies. So if you have any recommendations, email uh, Knights of Entertainment Podcast at gmail Give us your recommendations, and we'll have no way watch. Yeah, them. I'll watch them all. You know, there's a you know there's a a porn a Fight Club with women. But I don't like women getting hit. So. Yeah, like I, I, at first I can't I, watch that. Like, like I was, I was watching the trailer, right? Yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, she's topless and she's fighting, and then she takes a fucking, she gets fucking hit in the teeth. I'm like, oh, never mind, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I, 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 that's one reason why I can't even watch uh, women's UFC. I just can't do it. Nah. Like I, I, I can't. Watch. I like Amanda Nunes. She can knock some teeth out. Yeah, but she's kind of butch though too. So. Oh, she's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> like Ronda Rousey. Yeah. She was my girl too. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, if you guys have anything you want me to see, an episode of something, just uh, send an email. Let us know. Knights of Entertainment Podcast.com. I've seen a lot, and I will keep watching more. Okay. Make sure to send in a bunch of horror. Make no Please don't horror. send any. Nothing with body dysmorphia. Nothing with uh, body horror either. The, the biggest gore you can possibly find. I can't do I can't even. Yeah, I can't do horror anymore. <laughs> like, like the thing, the yeah. original thing now. Yeah. Or, uh,. Poltergeist, no. The Exorcist, hell no. Oh, what's that other one? Uh, La. Uh, La. Damn it. Um, the one uh, that's based in uh, Mexican uh, mythology. Oh, La Llorona? Yeah. I can see those. The Conjuring movies? I've seen most of those. Yeah. I even have that one. I have that one in The Nun. <laughs> that scene where the nun comes up out of the water? Yeah. Oh, boy. So I, I love like I love great scenes in movies. Yeah. I just love movies. I love motion pictures in general. Like, uh, I really love great dialogue, too. Yeah. Which is lacking in a lot of movies now. Yeah, like, you, come on, say something interesting. No, they can't do that no more. So, yeah, um, that's my niche now. Movies and uh, TV. Cool. I'll watch it all. Send those emails and we'll get in a way to watch them for you. I can't watch everything, but you know, I'll try. <laughs> All right. What do we have in Urban Dictionary today? All right. This is the first one. This is the first one. Okay. So here's what we got. Oh, boy. Uh, uploaded by Joe B. One Kenobi on November 15, 2017. Uh, sock them. It's when you use a sock to masturbate into. Seems like a waste of a sock. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean that's at least I've heard of that. Yeah, well, I haven't that. heard the word for it, but I've heard of people doing it. Uh, let's see what do we got. Uh, this one, oh boy, uploaded by Wiener Skeet on November, uh, March eleventh, twenty ten. Polish sunburn. So uh, <clears throat> to provide suction to the mouth upon the rear end of your partner, resulting in a hickey, then finishing up on their newly found sunburn. So basically, or so upon finishing, you must slap the sunburn after the lotions oh. is applied to, to receive the proper finale. So basically, the hickey's a sunburn, and the sunscreens, you come. Seems like a lot of work, but okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, like you've already lost the the effort at this point. Yeah, like, I'm done. 
Uh, the last one, uploaded by Shaxta, I guess, on, on February 12, 2009. <laughs> Saggy boob socks. So just severe sagging of the boobs, which make them imitate a sock with a pool ball in it. God, I don't think they get that bad. Is it like uh, South Park Miss Chokes on Dick? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> they're just hanging in there. Just fucking hang. Every time she fucking lifts her hands up, they're like, no. God. <laughs> That's pretty much it then. All right. I hope I... you guys enjoy. I will be trying to refine my uh, three movie or three motion picture format. Yep. And remember, uh, you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com and check out our promo no code. Dick, no dick pics. Don't you be sending us dick pics. Oh, on, brother, please don't. Please, please don't. Some titties, no problem. And uh, check out our promo code for Coffee Brand Coffee, K-O-E pod, and uh, extra 5% off. So, But we will see you guys next week. Adios. Bye.